This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard, and alongside me, as always, a victorious Mitch Doyle. Hello. <laughs> G'day, everybody. Mitch, if you had to pick one thing in particular, what is it specifically about Origin that New South Welsh people don't get? You're supposed to win it a lot. Ah, <laughs> that's where they went wrong. They, they've outscored, the last five years, they've outscored Queensland by over like 100 points, right? Yeah, they've, and they've the only won have. three out of five series. They've only won one more game than Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very just, funny. That's very funny. They don't get it. You're just supposed to pick bad players and win, mm. <laughs> not pick bad players and lose. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> uh, people have been saved by you working late last night to get a little bit less smug, Doyle. But I think anyone listening to this here at this point is here for smug. Yeah. And here for taking pop shots at all the Blues players who have existed. So here we are. That's great. Well, I think they should pick. They should have picked maybe like five more Penrith players. Yeah, that would have done look, it. Obviously, we're not always right. And before this game, like we weren't even that, that excited for it. But it's it's just something about State of Origin. As we always know this that you never know when it's going to be a good Origin. You really don't. You don't know when you're going to have the special games. You don't know when you have a special series. Plenty of times we've gone in really pumped up and had fizzes. But we, had, we were treated last night to one of the best rugby league games of the last few years. I'm not ready to say an all-timer because people say I've said that already, but it's still very early to say it's an all-timer. But it was certainly the best origin game I've seen in a number of seasons. Uh, we got treated to that. Didn't expect it, and it was fucking fantastic. You know, the both teams really shut up physically from the start. We got the old-school biff and the old-school, you know, physicality. Had three players knocked out. We had the Queensland backs against the wall. We had a nut Suncorp crowd. Geez, that crowd was louder than, than it's been for a while, it felt like. And we got the right result as well. It was fantastic. Yeah. And Origin is always, we've always said this, Origin is always at their best when Queensland win and also when the Blues can hang their own out to dry. So we, we've got the right outcome for rugby league as well in the end. Correct. That's, that's very true. Um, I don't know where you want to start. Um, the first five minutes. Got to start Ben Hunt, mate. We got to do- chaotic, but back. let's Dozer. let's just start with Dozer. I mean, oh. I, I I was just delighted for him, and he's a guy who we've gone into bat for a lot True. of the time. Um, Since we've existed like seven years yeah. or whatever. Some people did point out that um, shout out Paul Mack did point out that we did have a segment dedicated to making fun of Ben Hunt, but that was more no, self-deprecating on your part yeah. than anything yes. else. I wasn't really um, making fun of Ben Hunt. I was, it's called Drop It Like It's Hunt, but it wasn't, you know. Yeah. Like, I like Ben Hunt. Yes, <laughs> we've always liked Ben Hunt. And, I mean, it was just really nice for him to have that moment in such a big game. Um, the the Queensland spine just was fantastic. Um, DCE played very, very well. Mm-hmm. Ponga, His best I origin was, by a distance. Yeah, Ponga was the man of the series, I thought. Like, good on Trick Carrigan, but, yeah. And he even said in his speech that he thought one of the fullbacks probably should have got it, which I think is the case. I think if the Blues had won, Tedesco would have got it. But, um, yeah, Ponga was brilliant. Harry Grant had some nice moments. Um, and, yeah, Hunt, that 40-20 was incredible. Absolutely mm-hmm. fucking reefed it. And and Tom Dearden as well. He was, he was great, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, let's focus on Ben Hunt. I mean, this is a guy who for so long has been a joke, to a lot of fans and someone did actually reply after I tweeted that last night, I did get a reply from someone who said, uh, I judge people's rugby league opinions 
Sorry, an individual's opinion on Ben Hunt is my measure of whether I take their comments about the NRL seriously or not. A single moment tarnished a very good player's career. And I hope for mm-hmm. years the photo of him catching that intercept is shown instead. And I said, well said. Yeah, I think it might be something now that you will see a bit more in Ben Hunt highlights, hopefully, from, from mm-hmm. here on. And, you know, we wanted him to start in the six. I did anyway. But as you've shown it every time he's played Origin, again, I cannot fucking believe still, fuck you, Paul Green. For dropping him the first game last year, my God! Speaking about not getting Origin, mm. but uh, but Ben Hunt was exceptional in this game, and he was really good in game one as well on Queensland one, and he he made a similar break, well, a big break in a game one to seal it. Both of them cheered home by by Ken Smith, and I honestly, I actually enjoyed the call of this game a lot more than I thought I would without Rabs. I thought Matt Thompson. The first game or two, he was really trying really hard to like come out with like stats and whatever that didn't really mean anything. None of that was in this game. They called the action. You could you could feel that it mattered to the guys calling it. And obviously, there's bias commentary. But anyone who doesn't want bias commentary in State of Origin is an idiot. That is I true. Want the it's the one, it's the one well. time that it's called for. It is. All the guys on those panels played for those teams. They work for the team still. You know, and if you're not going to have like all the guys that work for the teams in the commentary box, because they all work at Channel Nine, who's going to be in the box for Origin? Then somebody else calls Origin, yeah, goes away. I thought the it was really good last night in general, to be honest. And it was less whinging about the the gag eye no try. Sorry, the gag eye punching and no try taken away. They didn't really whinge about that, which was good. Hmm. But um, yeah, the spine was fantastic, mate. DCE's best Origin. By some distance, like not even close to any other game he's played in Origin. He was a leader the whole game. His kicking was fantastic. Uh, he definitely stood up any time the Queens needed him to. Tom Dearden did similar. He was obviously, you know, the fourth or fifth string in terms of importance for that spine, but he still put his hand up for work when he had to. And Ponga, I think he would have got man of the series if game two was different. Carrigan yeah. was good in all three games. Ponga, when we had no ball in game two, obviously didn't have his best best time but he had uh, possibly the best game of his career in this and unfortunately the stats have been updated so they made some mistakes live but he did when the game ended he had 299 meters he's got 262 now 16 tackle breaks three line breaks he's one off the tackle breaks record which is Tedesco at 17 but 262 is a lot in origin and he hasn't outgained Tedesco in the end which I was surprised by anyway but Pong is not really a yardage man you know, and his best year in NRL yardage was like three or four years ago when he averaged like 180 for a year. Not so most years he's under 150, but he really put his hand up in this game and was Queensland's best player with the ball all night. And I heard Billy speak post-game in his post-match press conference. And it's one of those things you could see Billy understood a bit. And he said to Kalen that like, he doesn't want him passing. He wants him running. You run, run first, run first, run first, because you're, the passing will come, you know. The, pa- the pass will come from your runs. We want you running the ball and being a, a more damaging ball carrier because that's when you break games open. And that's exactly what he did last night. He ran the ball first. And we haven't seen that version of Kalen often enough at Newcastle. And that's probably because he's carrying such a large playmaking load. But when you have the other guys doing all the great playmaking and pulling off the back of it, it the spawn couldn't have played better. They couldn't have. And Harry Grant was great when he came on. The short side that Tom, Tom didn't throw a forward pass didn't work, but got that try before halftime and a set. They got two six, two six again in with a great little kick and a pirouette. He did his job and went off, and then Ben Hunt finished it off. But it just felt like every single moment in that game, outside of a couple of plays like Val Holmes is keeping the ball in, there was a when a player was required to step up, it was a Queensland spine player, and they did it. You know, and and it wasn't matching on the side of the ball. All the little moments were won by Queensland. 
Yeah. Uh, that home's that home's bit of play on the sideline was brilliant too. Um it was huge. I, that the Ben Hunt 40-20, two of the biggest plays of the game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's go all the way back to the start. Um, three players gone in the first three minutes of the game, including my sweet boy Ken Murray, who obviously that's devastating news for him. And then Queensland lose two players in two minutes. Um hmm. Absolute carnage from the start. I can't remember a game starting like that. And it, I guess it, it affected Queensland a lot more. We, we know it affects teams more when they lose a back than when they lose a forward. Um, mm-hmm. But they reshuffled pretty well. Yeah. going Obviously, going this game, my confidence is a bit down from um, the players ruled out before the game. But we need, obviously, thought we need Munster. But I had said after game two that that final 20 minutes didn't fucking matter. And they kept a lot of players in because of that. But also, the Blues had really struggled all series to get the ball out wide, get good clean ball to their backs. They struggled all series to do that, struggled in this game. And Cape Ball going to the centers, fine. The Blues never got at him. They never got out wide on that on that on that left edge. And never like they try to target Nanai a bit. They never really worry Cape Ball on defense. And Cape Ball pushed up and actually like he was really bad with the ball in hand last night, Cape Ball. Over that over their head throw and the kick to himself, terrible. But he made like 20 tackles in the centre, which is a bit of an effort for a centre. And he was trying to help Nanai out. But he went there and he did a great job. And in the middle, mate, like we Carrigan got the man of the series, as we know. But they held up well at the start. But you were just thinking, fuck, can I really, can I really hold this middle for 80 minutes down in that rotation? And it turns out they can. Arrow didn't even yeah. come on till late. Arrow was really good when he came on in this game. He didn't come on till the second like, and five he minutes into the second half. back up the south now because he barely played. So when when oh, he played, 30, he played thirty five minutes. He played. He I know, played but that's, that's straight, he, can, yeah. he can he can back up. And he's the most Hopefully. hungover man alive today. But he'll um he'll be fine by Sunday. Uh, rocked in the team hotel what six thirty a.m. in the morning. It was good, good, good from mm-hmm. him. Uh, but yeah, the middle held up really well. Carrigan was exceptional. Uh, Tino, his best origin as well. And you just see those guys with like they're running on the fumes and energy. Hey. Like and I thought they said last night after the game on Twitter, like the Penrith players in the in the New South Wales teams experience being Penrith, and that you don't know where the fuck the other team is getting its energy from. How they still have energy? How are they still going? The Blues were gas most of the game. Yeah, Their back three was even gas. Those guys have bought energy in the first two games. They were sick of turning and chasing, and Queensland has kept finding energy. And Ben Hunt, mate, when he took that intercept, sorry, the charge on, he had no right to have the gas to go seventy meters. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. And of course, at that moment, it probably like they win the game regardless, but it's an awesome moment. And just, yeah. just another, another chalk, another, another, another one up in the pantheon of great Queensland origin memories. Uh, you tweeted that gif of him flexing his muscles earlier. How, uh, how many times you watch that back? <laughs> I've, I've rewatched the try maybe 15, 20 times, maybe more. Yeah. I couldn't, didn't sleep till like 1 30 a.m. in the morning. Just, yeah. We, we, just we were just talking bullshit until 1 30. It's great. Yeah. But uh, like, it just felt so good for Ben Hunt. And it's obviously good for the state, but it's just a lot of it like, it, he'll, he'll never win a grand final again, probably, you know, most likely. Never have playing one again, most likely. And it's a real tragedy that the player he's become now isn't on a good football team. I'm not trying to take a shot at the Dragons, but just imagine if he was on a better side, the things he'd be able to, he'd be allowed to capable of doing every other week. But it's just really nice to see him go through what he went through, go down to the Dragons. He was he was hailed the first year at the Dragons. You remember I was actually angry his first year at the Dragons, though acting like he was a different player, and I hated it. It's like no, he he wasn't different yet, and he actually got different over time. So he has grown there. Fair fair to him, but 
Mm. He was a million dollar man who's been maligned for that forever. You don't hear that anymore. Once you start playing, well, you never hear you're on a million dollar million dollars ever. And he's been fantastic. And I, that's I've watched it so many times that. And I just love the Cam Smith call of it screaming, go, Dozer, go. And then even in the celebration, Cam Smith just get, yells, ah. And then I think his mic cuts out. You hear him like his mic get dropped or something. It's like that was great. So I've watched that plenty and yeah, really, really happy for a guy like Hunt. To, to have that moment. So if he has nothing else the rest of his career in big games, he'll always have that. And uh, it's somehow something that it only seems to happen for Queensland. That series is a one on turnovers, but it's happened again that they've won. Like I know it was already, Queen's already ahead, but it was clinched on a, a blues mistake and a turnover. And I don't even like, that's one thing clear. He's not good at off the cuff stuff. I had no idea where that kick was going regardless. Yeah. Awful chip. Can I say, can I just say on Cleary? Uh, and I've held back from like saying it online, but I'll say it on here. Like he had a poor game, right? Mm-hmm. No one's arguing that, but the number of people, both fans and media who I've seen trying to turn that into like a Mitch Pierce redemption. Oh my God. Is ridiculous. Oh, just imagine if Mitch Pierce had done that. I mean, what do you mean? Like he was just as protected. What are you talking yeah, about? I know what I played like, like 20 origins. Yeah. I was like, imagine if he's done that. What we'd say he was bad and then he'd play again the next series series. What do you mean? What are you saying? I, I'm exactly with you, Bungard. I saw those tweets and I'm like, I responded one. I'm like, what are you on about? Imagine it was Mitch Pierce. It'd be the same thing. They'd be, he'd be criticized and then he'd be back there game one next year for some reason. The offseason would have rolled around and they would have talked themselves back into Mitch Pierce being the best player. What do you mean, imagine with Mitch Pierce? We've done this with Mitch Pierce. He played the most origins of any Blues half ever. Yeah. Like whatever. But, yeah uh, but one thing that did come out of this game and, you know, and, I did say it in game two. People thought took some of it as sour grapes, but I said a lot of that stuff that happened in that game two didn't fucking matter. And people like when they got to after people got to after the game and then said Jake Dubovic had a great game because they saw his numbers. Yeah, that piss weak cat got fucking folded in this game. Made key mistakes, key penalties given away. Like good. I'm glad he got those meters back in the game too. You know, and they kept in guys like Crichton and similar because they won by so much. And it's just wrong process. Like, you know, Latrell pulled himself out, but I reckon Latrell knew he wasn't getting picked anyway. Like, I know, yeah. he, I don't think the game changes with Latrell there, but Crichton had a stinker. I think if, yeah, I, I I agree with just that. But if you if you put Burton in the six and the halves are, and the centers are White and Trell, I think maybe it does change. But we'll never know because it didn't happen. And I mean, I don't think Fitler was ever going to be brave enough to make that call on Luai. Maybe it probably won't now either because it's game three and it'll be forgotten about by the time next mm-hmm. year rolls around. And yep. he'll just chuck the ball out to Taylor May a few more times in the back half of this year and they'll pick him again. But like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've, I, th- I think we saw a lot. I mean, it just made me realize how good James Fisher Harris is watching that game last night more than anything yeah, else. And kick <laughs> out, fair, you know? But like, yeah, kick outs had a great year. You're right. But mate, it's, uh, I would hope that this, that what we saw last night, at the very least, I would hope that that goes at least a little bit of the way to killing this combinations bullshit that we've had to hear about It'll for years on end now. I know it will. I wish it wouldn't because, like, mate, fuck your combinations, okay? Because, like, there is no excuse with the quality that New South has at their disposal to be losing two out of the last three series with the on-paper mismatches that they've had in terms of, of, of players. And it should be a dynasty. It really, really should be. And the fact that it's not is an indictment on team selection, among other things, but mainly team selection. And, you know, I I, I can't believe we're now in a timeline where I'm a Jack Whiten defender and propagandist, but we're here. And he should have played last night. He was the best yeah. player the Blues had in game one. 
he missed. He didn't miss game two because of anything he did off the field or because he got injured. He just got COVID. He should have come straight mm-hmm. back into the team. And the fact that he didn't because they won big in Perth, you did say that, is crazy. And I'm not really sure. I mean, there's just a few guys out there that I wouldn't. I think if there was another game this year, would probably be looking over their shoulders. Guys like Crichton and Liam Martin, and maybe even Luai. But the fact that it was a game three just said just suggests to me that if Fitler is back there next year, and there's no reason to suggest that he won't be, then they're just going to pick the same dudes again. Yeah, and and Liam Martin's a weird one because he wasn't the first team that came out on the Sunday and they said that it was getting announced. He wasn't in the initial team. And he wasn't told he was in the team, if you remember. And then he all of a sudden was in the team. So they went from a guy they weren't even really sold on. And this is where it's, the combination stuff is wrong. They went from a guy they weren't really sold on to him just playing every game because he plays for Penrith. And Queensland do do combinations too, right? They do. But I've said this, like, the difference is it's not, it's not the first choice. The Queensland will pick the best player first, you know? And then if they're not the best player, that stuff comes into factors, you know? They start making other decisions. It's usually they'll pick their best 17, and then if someone gets injured, they'll start looking at that kind of stuff. But also, a lot of it's by accident with Queensland because they only really pick from four teams. They only pick from the three Queensland teams in the storm. So you pretty much anyone they pick's got a combination at some point, you know? But the Blues mm-hmm. went into this, and we heard it before game one and before game two, Freddie, Joel, them talking on TV about combinations. And it's bullshit when you can't even pick ben Penrith, two of their three best forwards, but it, we've said this a hundred times and even they get it. Like Freddie and Joey and them get it that origin footy is faster and flatter. It, you can't run Penrith shape in it. It's just fact. You can't get in, like you can't get enough possession and dominance as they get at club level mm. and run as many set plays as they do. You'll fail. And Queensland tried to do it last year when they had Paul Green in and Paul Green tried to do all the set plays and the sweet plays and shit. You fucking fail. You haven't got enough time on the ball. There's too much line speed. It's too physical. You're too gassed. Mm. Not going to work. And that's why so often that origin player trope gets thrown out there and it's garbage or whatever. But so often better individuals just stand up in origin. Like Harry Grant, two things he created last night. Just him going down the blind side with, with nobody. Yep. Two tries created, you know. Ben Hunt just does his thing. Callum Ponga beats a man. Like none of that is like, oh, well, you play, you, you set that, you have to set play from your club and you brought it to origin. No, you're just good football players. Yeah, I did enjoy... His work down the short side reminded me of Luke Keary back in his Rabbitohs days. It's nice to see. Very tricky. Yeah. And I mean, that Oates try would have been magic if that last pass hadn't been forward. But mm. I mean, you guys left about seven tries out there tonight. Oh, we last had night. four taken off us. So <laughs> mm. yeah, and all of them legitimate. I was a bit upset yeah. about the gag I won because it was, but it's true. It's a, you know, it's like, well, fuck, he's not getting back into play. But that's not what it's about, is it? It's about the opportunity was taken away from Burton to get back into play by, by foul play. So. Whatever got taken away from you, and DC had a special try taken off you. And I think that's the main thing that that would piss anyone off now after the win. Oh, obviously, is, yeah, that's gone. But um, yeah, it's it was just a great effort from all the, for from the Queensland fellas in that game. And the Blues will be sitting there today thinking like, how the fuck did not only lose, but we get so dominated? And they and to be fair, like I thought Queensland were on top right the first twenty odd, we scored whatever, and then the Blues scored so easily. They caught Ponga's kick defense out when Luai scored. And then they scored again with Saifidi catching uh, Daniel Gilbert. Sorry, Tom Gilbert. Him and Napsai, Coruscant, Cap, catching Tom Gilbert, not getting off his line. And I thought, fuck, we're going to play really well and somehow lose this game. Yeah. It's what it felt yeah. like, right? Queens were playing I mean, really well, but the Blues just scored two easy tries. Like, fuck me, I thought. I mean, that second, that first 20 of the second half, they were doing their best to hand you the game. Like, some of those errors mm-hmm. were absolutely inexcusable. 
Um, like Crichton, Tupo, Talakai all individually had moments. I know Tupo's was at the end of the first half, but they all individually had moments that were just absolutely awful, that just handed Queensland a red zone set. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen such an such a sloppy performance from a Blues team in quite a while. I mean, it was just really, really poor. They couldn't get out of their own way. They couldn't do anything right. And, you know... Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have made a difference, but I would have liked to have seen Damien Cook come on when it was 12 against 12. I mean, if you've got a guy on the team whose best attribute is the way he can get you on the front foot with a dummy half carry whilst the other team are a bit tired, mm-hmm. why not do that when they've got a player less? As it was, they brought him on for the last 20. And I thought Appy had a good game, but as Appy it was, was they, really good, but yeah, I think he could have just come back him, on later. <laughs> yeah. But like, and instead, they brought Cook on when, you know, they were getting bad. I think the first set that Blues had the ball when Cook was on the field, they made 10 meters off five tackles and yeah. kicked from their own 20. That was the one where Cleary kicked it and it bounced backwards and then Burton kicked it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. They just, they just got absolutely belted, especially in that second half. And I know a large part of that is because they were tired, but man, it was just a phenomenal performance from Queensland. Everybody yep. turned up, just did their did their job. And the same thing I said in game two. Everyone was like, oh, Freddie got the subs right. No, he didn't. He hasn't got them right in any game. They won game two, but he didn't get them right. That's what, when, Once you win, you got everything right, unfortunately. And that's, and that's what comes with it. And probably winning to this game is a detriment to the Blues is that they obviously thought they'd got the right formula. You know, that was going to piss it in or similar. But and they got it wrong in this game. And they got it wrong as well. That like Talakai will never play Origin again. That was in the Nathan Merritt bas- uh, basket. It, he was terrible. But also, again, who thought... This is just like when I have my issues with Nanai coming on when Queensland were back against the wall. Talakai wasn't picked for that. Who thought he was going to be the guy to drag you out of the shit? Yeah, not me. Like, yeah, no, it's like he should just not have come on at that point. Like, I know you want to have a plan with the guy, and I thought they'd bring him in the middle, maybe for 15 minutes or something in the middle might have been a thing, just to get him, just to get someone else a bit of a rest. But they didn't. They brought him on. He was in the middle for like two minutes, and he went to the edge, and then he played for ages and was clearly fucking gassed. Like, he played 23 minutes, but it felt like he played like 40 minutes because he was just gassed every time he got near the ball. Mm. Whatever, they got that wrong. And then he said Cook came back on too, came on too late. And then he, go, and then he did he go? No, he didn't go off. It was He came on and then, and then Appleson never that was came it. back on. Yeah, but it, it was, was like 55 minutes in. It was too late. Yeah, it was too late. And what I don't know, I just don't understand why that didn't happen earlier. And I know they lost players and similar, but... Feels like Cook should have come on. He said, even I thought he should have come on after 30 odd. Match Harry Grant. Just that's it's free cheat code, isn't it? Just match Harry. And I, um, yeah, the sin bins were obviously no arguments there, but I did feel like earlier in the game, Tino probably should have been sin bin for what is literally just like punching someone in the face almost. Yeah, he probably could have been. I mean, I think the Bulldogs should rest Matt Burton on Sunday. They got away. Um, he, obviously they weren't going to bin two guys, but he got lucky not to get binned in the stink. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but hey, he, yeah, mm. you want you want mongrel, don't you? You want dudes who are just he there did. to fuck shit up, and he did. <laughs> he did. Um, and Burton could not make Burton threw all about eight punches and landed zero of them. That was good. Yeah. Um, and hey, look, Patrick Carrigan's got a new book: How I Won the Wally Lewis Medal. Yeah, By I mean, Patrick he was Carrigan. the best forward in the series. That's for sure. Mm. I'm with him. I think I think Cadlin Ponga probably is my Wally Lewis medal medalist because like he was a massive part of anything good Queensland did in any game. You know, yeah, you know, half the points go back to to Kalen, you know, points responsible for. So I would have um I would probably would have stuck with Kalen. But Paddy was really good in all three games. And again in this game, like he was 
didn't have his best carries. Like they weren't, he wasn't really, he was gassed, but he was still taking the runs and he worked his ass off on defense. And um, I thought he, he was great. I mean, there's not a bad Queensland forward. Nanai as well, credit to him. They did get find his defense a bit early, and, but he was a, a good outlet and attack and unlucky not to set up a couple tries and a few nice offloads. And yeah, he really stood up and, and credit to him. We did, we did think if, as I said, I didn't want him there, but we did say that I'd rather him start than off the bench, I guess, because at least if he starts and they're in a field position battle, they can use his best asset. And that's what happened. They could kick to him in this game and it didn't exactly work out because they didn't really land any of the kicks perfectly, but they all led to a couple of no tries and they just had an opportunity, I guess, but he was decent-ish. Uh, Tom Gilbert was okay <laughs> off the bench, like made a mistake defensively and then tried hard, but uh yeah, I mean, he's only in there because of the the lack of troops in in any way, and and the fact he didn't let us down was that's a good sign, I guess. Yeah. Um. What What do you do next year if you're the Blues? Like, I know it's early days, but man, like, I feel like if it's, I feel like they're just going to pick the same dudes again. I mean, Tupo will be gone again. You'd think. Well, yeah. Tupo was he had he has these games in him. They're there. He has them with the Roosters every now and then. They have against the Dragons other than the year. But he's just not on his game. And he was behind the pace a bit in this one. They keep behind him a lot. But him and Toto really brought the energy in games one and two. And they were as tired as the forwards were being turned around and working back upfield. And even Teddy was a bit worn out by it. Like, he'd been saving the Blues most of the series in yardage with those double efforts. Yeah, And he, he wore thin on those in the second half too. And all of a sudden, they were carting back from their end. And there was a couple of sets of Toto and Tubo stood up, but there was such an, a lack of willingness from almost any Blues player to get back, mate, and, and work hard. Like that, Crichton and Burton didn't put their hand up for the tough stuff. Angus Crichton did, but he made a few mistakes doing it, so not not the best. But almost nobody got back to help out when when they were losing that that uh, field position battle in the second half. Hey, that was if you're a Blues fan, disappointed by that. Yeah. But I don't know how you solve that situation. You know, I think I the think... game as well last time, they really needed Cam Murray to be on the yeah. field because he was well... someone who can go with the pace and with the fitness. Isaiah Yo went with it, but no one else really not, could keep up for the whole yeah. game. I had my Cam Murray shirt on, so that was painful. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. Like they needed him, hey, just to have someone who could have had the motor. They were just, yeah. They had I mean, no they, the, the Blues have the three best Australian forwards, and one of them didn't play, and the another one was gone within. 45 seconds. So mm-hmm. I also don't like that you've already I also don't like that or well, that's three times. I was gonna say twice. Now three times yeah. already you have made a joke about Patrick Carrigan being better than Cameron Murray. No, that's, and I really that's just don't a like statement. It. I really do not like it. This. It's quite funny that we're going full circle here. This prior offseason, Patrick Carrigan improved mm. his game when Adam Reynolds got him to watch uh Cam Murray tape. Yeah. Now for for this offseason, Cam Murray can sit down with Lockwood Elias and watch Patrick Carrigan tape. And I think maybe Cam Murray just needs to read a book about psychology. <laughs> he does. He'll understand. It worked. He's in yeah, their heads, clearly. mate. Oh, Patty. Um, we <laughs> don't have that as being mate. Like, yeah, he was always going to play Origin at some point because of the reputation he had. He was always going to play. I but the way he stood up, the evolution. There's, I don't think, I, I don't think I, even he thought he could ever win. The I also love medal, that mate. people are like giving it to you like you're not happy. And they're like, oh, suck shit. You thought this Broncos player was bad, but he's actually really good. You're like, yeah. yeah. I ate the L in round two, mate. I was like, hell yeah. You're happy to do it. I know. Like, I'll, do, I'll do it every week. Keep telling me that I was wrong. It's like, I had a few people tweet me last night. It's like, oh, but you, you didn't think he was good. I was like, no, nah, I didn't. Well, you, think, you, think I'm gonna, you don't think I'm going to be happy if somehow Lachlan Elias just transforms into like the next Adam Reynolds? So you don't think I'm going to be happy no, about that? Like, no, fuck. you can't be because you'll be yeah. wrong on a take that whatever yeah. always, always wrong on. So. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I found that funny. About 
Yeah, I find yeah. it funny too, mate. He, and, and same thing. I'm like, I didn't think Dean would be as competent as he was because usually a type of half doesn't go that great in Origin, but he did do what he does at club level. He executed his job and did tough stuff defensively and also took some yardage carries when needed him to. And you think I'm upset? <laughs> <laughs> the guy sort of played well. <laughs> oh no, I was wrong. What a dumb thing I said. Fuck. Oh shit! One of our forwards is much better than I thought he was. Damn yeah. it! Like, what, what are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah. How am I gonna cope with this? Give me um, some copium, mate, because I don't know how to yeah. handle it. Uh, I, I'm not gonna do rookie takes this week because I mean we had a good couple of good ones. As um, Gary Jack saying Luke Brooks should play hooker. Someone right. saying uh, James Tedesco plays too much hero ball. Someone else saying the Penrith players were the only ones who turned up for the Blues. Um, that's a good one. But I mean, the, the one that's being waved through to the final is a guy that replied to my Ben Hunt tweet saying, oh, yeah. he's a fucking myth who's drained the dragons of cash with some sort of spell he cast over them a few years back. Does fuck all week in and week out for the dragons. Go fuck yourself, Ben Hunt. You're a cunt. Yeah, he was great. Straight into the yeah, final. I think, yeah, but Blues, I mean, you said the way forward, it's always with them. It's too much just choice. Like, Liam Munn should never play Origin again, but there's always any good, like goodish team that sits around for all premiers or like even grand finalists, as Jack Cronin pointed out to me. There's always some back battling back roller on those teams that plays Origin. Be it Liam Martin, be it fucking Josh Jackson, be it Aiden Guerra, you know, Chris yeah. McQueen. Like there's all these guys who, Fleece Kafusi, who were decent first graders, right? But they had their best years when their team was their best. And then they it played was, Origin. We're just okay. It was a great observation when I actually thought about how many there were. <laughs> like, yeah. There's, they're, 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 honestly, almost every Premier or really good team for a while has one of those dudes. And they play Origin. And they play forever. Lee Martin to Josh Jackson is like fucking to a T. But like, if only and, John Sutton had got that chance. Oh. Yeah. And I don't care so much about people. Like he's, he's made this stuff as funny because it's garbage. But it was more when you watch Martin play. He had such a little impact on the series. And he has that way of looking like he hasn't put in as well. Like how Aiden Guerra has that weird, like, head down running. Lee Martin somehow looks cleaner than everyone else always. It's like, mm. it's like glowing. It's like, mate, have you, have you got dirt on your shirt? Have you done anything? But, like, I, I think you could probably stamp his card because I reckon if Keon played well in the weeks leading up, he was playing. Yeah, he, and it, he chose a bad time to have his probably worst couple of weeks of the year. But yeah, he had his worst month of footy in his career, yeah. like the month up to, leading up to Origin. It's been great since. Yeah, like fuck. If you had his effort, he played for Newey against Newey the other week. You guys would have been much closer to winning this football game. The Blues, if he was in that team, if he played like that. But um, yeah, I think you can stamp his his card, uh, Liam Martin. Jake Tavoyevich's card can never be stamped. He's a, and now I see what everyone likes about him. Though. He's such a good, sweet boy, bungers. Oh, oh Jake. Oh, just doing I, his best. <laughs> no, this is like I said this after game two. Like people went oh. way, way, way over the top with like um his praise yeah he was and at fault for like two queensland tries and as i said after the game he got like over half his meters after the 60th minute after the game was over yeah. but i was still happy for him because regardless of your opinions on jake he does seem like a good person and and people like being around him but that doesn't mean that he should be some court now yeah i'm sure he do but we'll um, love him up there yeah shame for him didn't have his best game um i don't really think any any Blues player really can hang their head. I think Coruscant played pretty well. Jacob yeah. Saifidi was good. Isaiah, um, well, Jacob Saifidi was fine. What is up with... That's another formula. Blues keep going to club combinations. They tried and tested formulas picking shit nights forwards who have this great debut. Like Daniel and Jacob both 
You know, it didn't look like they were even close to Origin when they got picked. Both of them stood up. Why not pick Mitch Barnett? Well, <laughs> 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 he could have been the man of the series. I'd say he's having a good day. That yeah. lunatic that hates Nathan Cleary. Oh, man. He woke up with a full chub, hey? He might not be able hey. to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> cool first, Christmas the, in fucking July, mate. The yeah. first post was at 6.45 a.m. And he's he's just kept going. Good he was him. like a kid on Christmas. He's sitting waiting for his dad to wake up. He's <laughs> what he posted so about. It's great. But yeah, Cleary Street, everyone everyone has the take on this one. That, And I think a lot of people actually understand it quite well, that he hasn't had his back against the wall a lot at club footy. Hasn't really found a way to create out of nothing still. I think a lot of people are accurate on that take. So he hasn't seen people gone too far. A lot of people aren't saying he's a shit footballer. Um, but I do wonder next year, if he won't ever be dropped. But that, that Luai situation is like, you just really feel like a Moses or a Whiten or a Burton and it would do better. And, and it's because Luai on paper sounds like a good origin type player because he's, a, he's got a bit of mongrel. He likes niggle. Pisses out of the team off, has a running game, but it just doesn't turn up. Hey, it just doesn't come. The niggle only comes if they're on top or after. Or when he yells, I honestly on the ground. think that at origin level with his skill set and his aggression, like he'd be better as a bench 14 than anything else yeah. at that level. But, but yeah, yeah just, they've got to do something about that hard situation next year. They do. And they have a good situation at Hooker that they've got so many good ones. So, but I wouldn't mm. be shocked if they just pick Grace Robson game one because well, Cook and Coruscant are both over the age of 30. So, yeah, they've kind of stopped like moving players on because of age, and I'm glad that's happened because yeah, players keep playing forever. Like Ben Hunt in his 30s, you think one year we're like, "Fuck it, he's old, we're not going to pick him." No, like him and and DC, they're old as, and they both had probably their best Origin games. So I think that's a reason to move on from Cook. But I, I, I do think they're they're at that point they were kind of at with with Farah, that Farah was good for age, but they're also like, "Oh, but how does Nathan Cleary want the ball?" It's like, how about you just worry about the everyone playing their best, you know? Like, <laughs> and they clearly want the ball shouldn't be the shouldn't be the question when very often in the Blues' best wins it's been Damian Cook and James Tedesco with the ball, and Cleary's been the passenger who puts the kicks in on tackle five. Yep, I don't like how people talk about Damian Cook, but there's nothing I can do about it. So. Yeah, Cleary's kicking is the I think that's the biggest worry, honestly. Like Queensland, out, that guy at club level looks like the best kicker in the competition. Mm. And then they get out kicked three games in a row by Queensland and DC kicking fantastic on this. I didn't know he had that boot in him still. It's it really fantastic. good. It's and really, they, really good. And, you know, I don't really love the early kick, especially because Tedesco is so good at getting to them. He was still bringing them back over their 20, but the kick chase was there so much that it didn't matter that they were kicking on set tackle fucking two. Like when they got the ball clear of him. But yeah, big questions over Cleary's kicking. Um, as you said, I think Burton might should be in the six, maybe, but that's so long away. Like it'll be form next year. And and Crichton, he shouldn't have played all three games anyway, but he's like their seventh choice center who happened to play in a game to win. He won't yeah. play. Yeah. Uh I mean, look, I Tommy in the show about I don't think it's controversial to say that Tavoyevich, White, and Mitchell make this team a lot better. And yeah. if they're all playing next year, like it they probably just win because they're all fantastic players. Um, but yeah, I don't yeah, know. But if they get that beating the piss out of them in the middle again, it's always hard for those guys to I shine. I mean, and... Queensland get Munster back as well. So they do. Well, Queensland miss Christian Welch and, and Ruben Cotter, right? And Ruben Cotter was I one mean, of the big guys from game one who made a massive difference. Is that, so. is that um, by the way, that Munster, Matt, like, I, I spoke to Jai Arrow the day before the game and he said, 
Care Munster had been sending daily videos in full kit, just screaming Queenslander into his phone, called it Munster yeah. Madness, which is the most Care Munster thing I think I've ever heard. referencing it in the press conference after the game that he's still, he was being a pest all week still, Munster, when he was in camp. He's the best. But that's good, mate. That's some of the stuff that, that there's good vibes that, that yeah. you want around Origin camp. I, cha- I, I almost changed my pick when, when I was told that. I was like, well, that's, that's pretty cool. The Care it's, Munster um, effect still there. And I know it's, it don't want to the dumb get, don't get origin thing, but that's always been something that's been pretty good with Queensland camp and, and unity in general. And oh, I'm hesitant to quote Willie Mason or YKTR, but they saw a TikTok that got shared in our Discord that him talking about like Willie talking about the difference of playing an origin at Suncorp and down here. And he's just like, yeah, like there's actual like love and adulation for shit players in Queensland. And he's like, you know. It was thing he was jealous of that nobody he nobody liked him as a blue, you know, and he was one of their good players, and no one liked him. Whereas up in Queensland, where you do all the shit ones, let alone the good ones, is it makes a difference on game day, mate. It does. It really does. I mean, we've been up there for Magic Round. It's always a great place to be. I'd love to. I haven't been to an Origin mm. up there. I'd love to. You have, right? I have. And yeah, uh, I mean, it's it's again. People talk about it. a lot of people from New South Wales who get bitter over the cliches and say, like, "Oh, people talking shit about Origin at Suncorp, whatever, whatever." Go to one and you'll get it. Anyone who ever goes to an Origin Queensland Suncorp gets it. Otherwise, I mean, shut I've, the fuck up. I've been know? in Queens. I've been in Queensland for Origin. It is just a different beast up there. Like it just it is. is. It is. And uh, uh, that's it. They get by on good vibes, and they did. They did at Suncorp at home, and I probably should have been more confident going into the game purely because it was getting played at Suncorp. Um. Is Ben Hunt going to be the Australian hooker? I don't know, but I tell you what, like DCE outplay Cleary this Origin series. DCE, I'm I'm happy to die with DCE at seven for Australia now. Sorry, well, mate, sorry, I, I don't know. I'd still pick Cleary if I pick my team tomorrow because like I've been DCE's frustrated me for a long time, and Cleary's outplayed him at club level. But I mean, I would not be shocked now if DCE is the captain based on the back of that series and also the halfback. But it's definitely going to have more Queensland players in it than I thought it would a few weeks ago. There you go. Excuse me. Latrell and Tommy being available will be, if they're available, would be would be different. But, you know, the Queenslander in the back five is probably only Val Holmes, right? Yes. Because, yeah, Latrell will play. Latrell, um, Tommy, Sanders, Tedesco, full Will Tommy back. back? Potentially. Okay. That, that and, does change things, obviously. Yeah. And then Wings, Toto, mm-hmm. and Holmes. Alex Johnson. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, Mel doesn't mind AJ. He's, you know, so it doesn't know. matter. He's he's dying for the Kummels, mate. They're gonna yeah, win the World Cup. And so. then, um, tell you what, he, be... tell you what, he would have played better than fucking Stephen Crichton or Daniel Tupo did last night. I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much for free. Yeah, and I mean Tupo <laughs> and Toto. I mean Toto had that was one thing Queens did really well too. They cut his legs out finally. Toto had twenty runs, one hundred thirty-six meters. You you never see Toto have such little meters per run, but they cut his legs out often. Yeah, he was sick of turning around to him. He looked like a big fella when he was turning around and, and uh, working out a yardage. So they did a really good job on that. But yeah, just a fine origin performance all around, mate. And even I'm happy for like, my, even my boy Corey Oates, mate, late call up, barely, no mistakes, not really under pressure. And they got a, they got a nice big W. Good to see. But yeah, the, the, quaint, the Australia side, though, as I was saying, man, you'd think Munster and DC are probably the halves now. And then, I don't know. They might like Ben Hunt might be the Aussie hooker with Harry Grant fourteen. Yeah, it feels uh, weird that Ponga wouldn't make the seventeen though. Hey, I just thought by the World Cup he'd be the fourteen. But I guess we wouldn't um, be. Is uh, can Damien Cook play for Ireland? Just uh, who who can challenge it? <laughs> it's got a, it's got an Irish sounding last name. 
He does. You can't. You couldn't. You wouldn't hold off in court, mate. Challenging if someone called Damien Cook could play for Ireland. You wouldn't. Are they in the World Cup? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm pulling up now. Yeah, they are. Oh wow! Could there be Ilias go. v Cook versus Davy Moale. What a oh no, that's pot. No, not group. Never mind. But <laughs> fuck it out. I'm having a blind ear. Who's Ireland? Yeah, oh, Jamaica. Cook v Dom. Yeah, Jamaica in there. Yeah, Jamaica in there. I know that one. But um, yeah. versus uh, Jacob Kiraz versus Maybe. New Zealand. And you think we well, think Appy play for Fiji as well? So. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't I know, mean, but I... it is a weird one. Queens have won the Origin Series, right? But again, if you pick an Australian side, even me, genuinely, I don't think, I think it'd be like 10 blues of the 17, maybe more. Mm, yeah. Because you, you would pick, as you said, Yo, um, Murray, Haas, first three pick forwards, and then you'd probably pick Carrigan as the other, like a prop in that. And then other second rower, I don't know. <laughs> like Dave Fafita, if he starts playing well again. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's, it'd be interesting to see what they pick or who's also declares they're in. But uh, I, I'm almost I'm ready to pick Jairo for Australia purely based on vibes. Just Sure. Why not? Trading his shorts with some dickhead's cane toad hat and then turning up to the hotel three six thirty in the morning this morning with his face all smashed up and then talking to journos. That's some king shit. That's some vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I saw a Trick Carrigan texted Adam Reynolds at 3 a.m. saying, let's go on Saturday. Did so, he? Yeah. Apparently. Go. Perfect. I haven't got to Battery World yet. Yeah, I, I could tell. Anyway, <laughs> should, should, should we do questions or any more? Sure. Chat? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've, we've, we've talked about it a lot. Um, yeah. I, I'm, I've not got a Coltrane ready, so I'm not doing it. If you if you have a complaint, yeah. write a letter. I won't read we'll it. Do, yeah. Well, we haven't looked at it. We realize that when we start to record, but we'll still end up. I haven't even looked at it. Later. We're not going to win. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We're both in the mud. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. It's a question time over on patreon.com for just Emily rookies. If you want your question answered, uh, I think it's was what? on the 6th of July. What do you mean? The earliest I'm on, question. No, I'm on, I'm on Patreon. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. Yep. Uh, ben Roberts says, Roman Lewis might be the biggest, sorry, the gang's biggest fraud, at least at a rep level. Discuss. Uh, that is an astute observation. Yeah, I mean, he's exactly the player we thought he was in sense of like, he's not really, he's a really good front runner. And he probably have great games for the Blues when they dominate, but somehow the Freddie has found a way to make that team not dominate on a regular basis. That, yeah, his position on the side is under question. And they yep. really got it wrong again in this game, how they didn't get... Like, Burton put, what, two kicks in? And he didn't... After Gagai dusted him, I'm not sure he touched the fucking ball again. But he didn't want it. Yeah, but there was a couple of times in the second half that Luai kicked a Burton next to him. And I was like, what are we doing here? Just let Burton bomb it down there and see what happens. Yeah. Um, next question. Mitch, not a question, but a suggestion. Please make a drop of Joey's saltiness for a plea there to any origin chat in the future. <laughs> okay, I'm going to defend this for one second. Right. If we're going to celebrate, if we're going to yeah. celebrate Cam Smith yelling out Go Dozo and all that stuff, or Fatty back in the day, or what about that one? Like all that stuff's awesome. Then I we can it. also be fine with the flip side of just Joey being upset. And he's like, I loved it. Yeah. It I don't know. So, like the channel nine last night, the, I still don't like the camera work, but I thought their coverage in general was a lot better than the last two games. And I really liked the post the game. Like post game, it was just a Queensland panel, which is good because the other guys don't want to be on there. But then for some reason, after the first panel, which had Billy on it, uh, Cam Smith, Fatty, 
and uh, what's his name, James Bracey. When Billy left, Joey came back. And it was like, poor, he lasted like two minutes. <laughs> he said his line that he pissed off. And it's like, yeah, I don't, he doesn't want to be on camera at that point. Don't, don't make him be on camera because it's not just like he's a, a blues fan, like he's involved in the setup, you know? So, and he went on with his, you know, I don't want to see you guys have to go through another year of your guys' bullshit. And then him sitting salty. But he probably had a giant bloody, he probably put, you know, they, that sports bet reported. Someone put 120k on the blues at a dollar thirty. Probably did Joey. That. Probably, it might have been. Can't <laughs> so, roll it out. Yeah, so just let the man be upset. But I, I did enjoy it, mate. Because those are the things that you know. Even those guys are gone. That's their contribute contribution to Origin staying staying what it is. You know. Yeah. Charing they give a fuck. It's awesome. I like that. Yeah. I like uh, it. Not so mature age student. Keeping the theme of classic games. What are your classic video games, and which ones still hold up now? For example, Mario Kart. Okay, so here's the thing that about console gaming, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. in terms of not like the ones that were the most fun to play, but the ones that actually hold up and have playability now, um, the ones, no, 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 there is, but the ones that are from like the N64 through to PlayStation 2 genre do not hold up at all because they mm-hmm. use 3D style and they use sort of modern movements and stuff, but they're all very primitive because the, mm-hmm. that style of game design was in its infancy. And it sucked. But the 2D platformers, like the Super Nintendo games, all do hold up because they use a technology that hasn't really been advanced since those days in their brilliant games. Like Super Mario World has more replayability than Mario 64 does. Both amazing games. Uh, GoldenEye, for example, sucks. Try to play GoldenEye now. It's, it's awful. Oh, because also, GoldenEye has mechanics that have not, like, enough. First person shooters figured it out. And yes. GoldenEye's mechanics don't match what first person shooters figure. They out. do not. Um, if you play GoldenEye on an emulator and you use a mouse and a keyboard, it, it's fine. But if you just play it like with a 64 controller, it's it's trash. But um, mm. all those old SNES games hold up. Um, uh, like any old PC games that, again, are not really 3D rendered, like old Fallouts. They, Fallout 2 is one of the best video games of all time. Mm. You can still go and play that now if you wanted to. Um Heroes of Might and Magic, Baldur's Gate, all those sorts of top-down games. They're all great. Whereas, like, like even Grand Theft Auto 3 and San Andreas and that, like, they're not that good oh, when you 3 doesn't them. hold up. Like, the controls are just so janky. Like, trying to do that fucking remote control plane level? Like, get the fuck out of here. How did we do yeah. that when we were kids? I don't know. Oh, mate, well, that's what those <laughs> level was frustrating. I do think, um, I thought, I think Metal Gear Solid holds up okay-ish. Mm-hmm. Having, because even though it is a 3D world and graphics, it's not really about the fine touch. A lot of it's stealth and similar and story. So that holds up okay. Um, as you said, you're right though. An old Sega and old Super Nintendo games hold up okay. Like me and Frankie, even though it's just a basic game, we played Dr. Mario for hours over one. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. One year. Exactly. That's that a, that, Dr. Mario is a great example. There's that fucking weird game. Um, what's it called? Odd World, Abe's Odyssey. Oh, I've actually, re- I replayed that a couple of months hold ago. Up? Uh, yeah. I mean, again, it's, 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 it's kind of a kind of a like two and a half D side scroller. So, yeah. but yeah, no, it's still good. I played it. You, you know what? I still enjoyed. Um, I, I did a, like a Doom, even though it's on computer though, but I did Doom again and that still moves okay. Doom and Quake. Like, it's not awful. Yeah. Um, and oh, what's another? I used to like during the coronavirus period, mate, the first year of COVID, as everyone did, I was, I was looking for anything to do as we all did. I pulled out, um, Fame Hospital, mate. Was it Theme Hospital? Theme Hospital goes good. It's great. That game goes hard. I used to have it on like CD. I remember buying it at Harvey Norman. It was like six dollars. You know, big discount. Harvey Norman. Theme Hospital. Well, theme Park. Age of Empires holds yeah. up. Age of Empires holds up. Yeah. 
but again, those are all different. As you say, most of the ones that are open world or 3D or anything, the mechanics is so poor. Yeah. Even if you go play an old Tony Hawk skater now, mate, like, yeah. You tap, hey, the, you remi- the remaster right, for the- PS4 was good, but yeah, you can't course, go back and play if- the OGs. Even if we would play that on an emulator, right? It's fine touch isn't there because how I just depress the buttons on a PlayStation to move a direction. You tap left. The guy just turns like directly left, you know? But no, uh, so a lot of them, is you're right, they don't actually hold up. Um, Mario Kart, Super Nintendo and them, they, they're still playable, but they're not like, they're not good. Let's be real. Yeah. No, I... I the new ones. Yeah, Mario Kart 64 is just not a very good video game. Diddy Kong Racing other, was always better anyway. But. And then other great games that don't rely on that, like Final Fantasy VII, right, actually suck. Yes. Because video games got much better. So you'd think they don't tick that box with 3D mechanic, but they, they actually suck now. The only ones that do, the only, the only ones from that era that hold up are Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and Majora's Mask, which are both still absolutely fantastic. I replayed them mm. on Switch like a couple of months ago. So, yeah. So I have like so a lot of those games. I mean, like Grand Theft Auto Three is probably the greatest video game of all time because of what it did to the gaming industry. Well, Super it Mario sixty four, I think, for the same reason. But you know, that's a good one as well. But I, th- I think uh, Mario, yeah, I think you're right. They're different, but that Super Mario for that type of video game, and then every fucking open world game ever is because of GTA. You know, but they have that similar. You're right. They're both two of the most important games of all time. I agree but with that. And this is the thing, right? Before this is... you can kind of replay, but still, mate, it's, that's more muscle memory. I got all 120 stars during lockdown. It was like, yeah, it was, you, it was a it's... bit of a punish at times with the camera and stuff. It is. The camera is the worst part. I will say, by the way, what we're doing right now is how old people, old people, if you're listening to this, which you're not, because we're talking about video games on a podcast, um, two things you don't like. But um, this is how you're supposed to talk about like your old athletes. You don't say things like, oh, Super Mario 64 is better than any video game that came out today. It's like, no, it isn't. Like Super Mario Odyssey and Super Mario Sunshine, all those games that came after it are all better. Yeah. They're all better games. Super Mario 64 is a more important game and a more influential game. And at the time was a, like mm-hmm. a, a better game because it was so awesome compared to everything else that was out. Same with GTA 3. But GTA 5 is just a better video game. Well, Super and Mario 64 t- was so good. I, want, I wanted a 64 just because of it. Yeah. I'm so and jealous of my friends like, for that one game. And so it's not like it, if you if you were to do like a best games of all time bracket, I would have, I would have Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time ahead of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild purely because of what it did at the time and comparing it mm-hmm. to the other things at its time, which is what you're supposed to do with athletes yes. as well. You don't say things like, "Oh, the dream team would beat LeBron and Steph and all those boys today." It's like, no, they, they would want a lot more, mate. Yeah, like, I, I had someone say it to me I just wanted it more. I literally had someone <laughs> say it to me. I can't go back to my mentions now because the Ben Hunt tweet and the Tedesco tweet mm. absolutely fucked my mentions up. So I can't go back and find it. But yeah, just before that, I got into some dumb argument about basketball in the afternoon. And some guy was like, oh, sports science can take you so far. Those guys in the 90s just had a better attitude. It's like, okay. No, they didn't. Steph Curry would score 70 against the 1990s Dream Team. Yeah. That's yeah. it, yeah. But yeah, the, like the, some of those old games, you say they don't hold up, but like they have, you have good, cherish good memories, yeah, of a lot of those early ones. And... They're fun, but that's that's about it. And, and yeah, it's not like yeah. I, I remember being that Super Mario sixty four was the thing that I didn't want a Nintendo sixty four, even though I like Mario yeah. Kart. Right? I didn't want one until I played that, and then I was yeah. like, "Fuck!" Like this is not like like I loved Metal Gear Solid, for example, and stuff. But it was like, and I loved um after that we had later we had GTA three, but it's like Super Mario sixty four was not like anything else I'd played was an absolute like and then and then banjo kazooie mate i was like well yeah all those 3d platformers like on the 64 like those games donkey kong 64 jet force gemini all these games they were so good 
Um, it's so yeah. hard to play now. The, cam- the camera makes it the like camera is the main thing. Now. There's a level yeah. in Mario 64 where you're inside a clock. And it's just, it was so, it took me like four hours to get the seven stars on that level because like the camera is just so hard to spin around. It's like, anyway, uh, that no, was a pretty good answer. Ages. We could, we really could. <laughs> Let's do a video game bracket in the off season too. Yeah. But as you said, it's right. We could, we both acknowledging we love those things, but also like they suck now. Like yeah. if Super Mario 64 came out now, it would be the worst of any of the new Mario games. And one thing I will shout out, again, I don't own a Switch, but anytime you play, like the one thing that Nintendo have done forever, every new Mario game, they try a new mechanic and it's fucking awesome. Yep. Mario Odyssey is great. Yeah. There you go. Uh, next game. No, next question. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Buckley. Nathan Cleary, a bit of a flat track bully. Yes and no. I don't like one. I don't like this term in general. I feel like it's overused. He also played well in the NRL Grand Final last year in a game every, they won by four points. Like he's kicking game for Penrith in that he's game. He's better when he's team dominating. Yes. And that's what's hard on him. And I, I would I would almost put Luai in that basket. I'd say that. But Pen- Nathan Cleary isn't allowed to get uninvolved in games. You know, like he's not allowed to go hiding. And he's kicking. I've, there needs to be an investigation into like, is, there, is, the, is the origin ball different or something? I want to know what the hell happens to his foot for three games a year. Because we've seen <laughs> that guy kick the ball like 90 meters on the fly in, in a Penrith jersey. And in Origin, mate, he, he doesn't, he kicks like any stock standard half. It's bizarre. And again, last night, and I don't want to say Mitch Pierce stuff because I'm sick of talking about Mitch Pierce or everything else, but there was so many bombs he puts up that just like float generously down to a Queenslander uncontested. It's like, what are we doing here? Like, how does it keep happening? But I don't think he's a flat track bully because he does keep turning up and things don't happen for him creatively, but he's he's not like, he's not a creative outlet. He's not. And he never has been. And he probably never will be the, the most flamboyant or best playmaker. The way he'll improve over the coming years is kind of like how Adam Reynolds improved with South. It's his, his hand movements. You know, be better at faking kicks, better, you know, dummy inside, outside, drawing two guys and give the ball to someone else. He'll never be the dude who's going to like, and he scored two tries in Origin 2. Everyone fucking called him one of the best half performers ever. Ridiculous. But he's never going to be that dude who's going to put his hand on his back and just change the game that way. People want him to do like he's not going to do what Cam Munster he can't do what Cam Munster can do. And to be fair, DCE can't do that shit either. He got Queens on top last night in the same way Nathan Cleary can get Queens uh, Miss Wales on top. His kicking game, his leadership, and steering the team around, and then giving the ball to Kalen, letting Hunt and Harry Grant do their thing. You know, stepping aside. And I think people have this weird expectation with Blues number seven to be the guy that does everything. And if he's not, he sucks. And it's really weird because when they win, it's never because of Cleary, but it's always said it's because of him. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, it's it's when, tough to. He's not been for mine in the top three Blues of like any any win they've had over the last three or four years. Like no, and that's fine. Uh, game two last, I mean, I thought he was probably third or fourth best in game two this year, but yeah, yeah but but it's like usually it usually when they when they when they're really fired up, a forward or two have stood up. Cooks had a great yeah. one. Tedesco had a great one, and then one of the centers. Or somebody like Tommy or Latrell have done something special, and that's okay. But we just there's this weird expectation that he'll just be somebody else at in Origin Arena. Mm, agreed. Uh, not some Australian student again. Although pretty speculative at this stage from some news reports, is it more on brand for the Tigers to sign Tim Sheens or the Titans to sign Paul Green? <laughs> oh, the Sheens thing is like way on it's brand. A fantastic for the question. They're both very on brand. Yeah. Yeah, they both vary on brand, but um, like it's definitely the Tigers, right? Yes, 
I don't care enough about the Titans to like think about them and think about the things they might do. Whereas I do want yeah. the Tigers to be good. Yeah, that, that's it. Um, the Tigers thing is just like the most Tigers thing ever to go back to Sheens and to go forward going backwards. We kind of spoke about that already. We'll speak about more if it happens. Um, the Titans are, are hooked on appointing coaches that everyone else tells them to appoint. Like there's not there's not a single time they've hired a candidate that you didn't hear the media championing for them. Yes. Like they're hooked on being told what to do. It's terrible. Like I, you'd love to see them hire just some some like some like if they hired a random person. It's just like when the when the Warriors hired Andrew Webster. Like I don't think I don't think he's that good. But I was like, well, at least they did something different for once. They didn't just yeah, go exactly. and hire some shit retread. And the Titans are hooked on like when they took Brennan. There was months of telling them to get Brennan. The same thing when they got Holbrook. Same thing when they got Henry. It's like I'd love to see them not get Paul Green, but that would be very tight. So just be told Paul Green's the best thing out there and just have him. What's uh, wrong um, from birth? Sorry, you go, mate. I was I was gonna make a stupid joke, like what's Peter Sharp up to or some other something. I don't know. Stone Gossard, sorry. He's Ben Hunt redeemed Ponga's greatest performance. Do this well as win with Addo Carr and Whiten instead of Crichton and Tupo. It's return mm-hmm. to Ruben Cotter and David Feet are enough to negate the eventual reintroduction of Trell and uh, all right, I'm gonna take these. Yes, yes, yeah. no, 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 no. Yep, <laughs> I'm saying I agree on all that. Uh Bronco from Burr, should we bring back the Biff? yes. Well, it did come back last night. It was good. Well, Matt Burton didn't really bring it back. He just kind of was present for it. Uh, Sam Stevens <laughs> asks, what are your top three series decided games of all time, all sports oh. included? Oh, good question, Sam. Uh, game for me. Well, there's two. They're both in 2016. <laughs> yeah. For me. Game seven of the NBA Finals, game seven of the World Series. Yeah, so mine's game seven NBA Finals, 2006 game three, and last night. Yeah. Uh, mine would be those two that I just mentioned, and then... The soccer is versus Uruguay, two thousand five. That's a good one. Is that a decider? I, I guess it's a they play two games. Series. That's a series. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tom Hay, what do you think is the biggest reason why NRL coaching pathways are so poor? Jobs for the boys. Yeah, I don't know if I have an answer really. We don't have enough Neither. knowledge, but I think that would be the one you said there: jobs for the boys. But every industry is jobs for the boys, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, was with Kansas showing partial, partiality to the great dozer and writing him home to win on Wednesday night. What is your favorite, most biased <laughs> piece of comment, pieces of commentary in sport? Well, I said it earlier, but Fatty saying, what about that one? You know, six yeah, is fantastic. And, and Gus screaming, no. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I think I like about American sports is they have home and away commentary teams. Mm-hmm. Um, when, remember that Alabama Auburn game where the guy takes the field goal back 109 yards to win the game at the end? Yes. And the Auburn commentators are just screaming, Auburn's going to win the football game. They won't keep them off the field tonight. Me and the great Harry Ramage just text each other that every now and again because it's so iconic. Um, mm. Peter Siddle's got a hat-trick on his birthday. Um, it's a great one. Yeah, I mean, people are, are always get angry at biased commentary. And it's like, who who are they calling it for? Mm. Like, why do you want it to not be biased? Like the origin last night, it's like what you want it to be impartial for who? I don't like it at club football, but I like it. At no, all. neither. But it's different because it's a national. So it, the way like in America is like is your national broadcast hasn't got a team. They have home and away broadcasters. I love that system. I love the home and away broadcast. I love listening to the Gronk broadcasters. Like sometimes like, I remember this year, I listen, watch some Wizards games, and they're calling that Montrez Harrell one of the best centers in the NBA, and this just makes you laugh. Like, this is the this is the great. This is great. Yeah. Oh, actually, another one I forgot is another one. Me and Campo quote it all the time is um. Scott Zolak on the Patriots 
home broadcast oh, yeah. screaming America's worst nightmares back baby when the yeah. Patriots made like their ninth Super Bowl it was great yeah so there's they're good I love those moments so it's hard to nail down the particular ones but you said the the hat trick's a great one and they probably because they do call for the world should be a bit a bit less biased but again you I don't can't, think that was yeah Maybe but it's like their former activities for those teams we all understand yeah. it but yeah, I never know why fans get really angry at the bias. Origin one, I don't get either. Like, I hate Gus Gould, but I want that in there. You know, I want to hear him cheering for the Blues. I'd never heard Hunt called Dozer before. Can you explain that to me? I don't know where it came from, but I'm assuming it's bulldozing right. the Blues down. But no, he's been Dozer, like nicknamed for ages. But okay. you never, it's, he's not one of those ones you actually hear him call that often, as you said, like... And Ken Smith just said, at the moment, he's right in the open field. Ken Smith switches to nickname mode and starts screaming Dozer, which I like. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, oh, oh, no, but that's all the ones over on Patreon. So I flick over to Discord. And what, which one do you say it was? I think the there sixth. The, what's the longest you've been delayed in travel? So there you go. Was asked us that was, question. Um, Bungers. Like two weeks ago, I sat in Melbourne Airport for seven hours. It sucked. Do you fly with Qantas? Yeah. I like. I don't read enough of their news to understand what's really going on there. But I couldn't I don't believe like when I saw the other day. I saw the headline that said one of every ten Qantas bags are not leaving we, Sydney Airport. And I'm we like, used to. F- How is that real? We used to <laughs> fly with Virgin, and then Charlie got a new credit card, and like it's with like Qantas, and we've been with Qantas the last few flights, and they suck. They fucking suck, and they cost more. I don't like yeah, it. I want to go back. They used to be the most like one of the most like, reliable airlines in the world, and they're like the, they're the worst in Australia, but they cost yeah. the most. And they, they, they do the, the I can't get the baggage thing. How one of every ten that's staggering bags put on not, it doesn't um, get onto a plane that's in the airport. Now. Oh, also, how could it be that bad? One time we were flying to America, we had to stop over in Fiji, and there was mm. a blackout at Fiji Airport, so we're just sitting in the dark at Fiji Airport for like four hours. That was cool. Yeah, I've been. That's nice. I've been. I've been pretty lucky with delays. My worst one ever was. I think it was a Jetstar flight. I don't. You used to not try and fly Jetstar. I used to fly if I could. The sheer airline. I, I relied on Tiger more than Jetstar. I knew what I was getting. Whereas Jetstar costs about the similar to Virgin, but it was like coming back with work from Brisbane, and it was one of those ones. It was like our only option to get back in Sydney before nine a.m. We had like a meeting booked. I can't remember what meeting it was. Flying back from Brisbane, booked at like ten. And um, so on like a, a plane from six in the morning and I didn't leave Brisbane to 8 p.m. And um, mm. it's not a great airport to be stuck at for that long. Like, no, there's some airports you can spend a yeah. lot of time at. Brisbane airport is not one of them. No, if you get stuck at like, you know, I don't, like the good like LAX when it's not being renovated, when everything's open, it's fine. Yeah. Or like was, Singapore. Or... Yeah, but I got stuck at Singapore for about six hours once, and that was not bad. Like, I literally went and watched a movie because there's a cinema in there. That's it. And you're like, yeah. it's like, fuck it. You're like, you know, if that was a prison airport, and they're like, you know, your flight's not until eight, I'm like, okay, I'll just go watch a movie. And I'm yep. not, that, not an ang- as angry. Instead, you just sit there and stare at the clock. Fantastic. You can eat yeah. Red Rooster. <laughs> yeah. As said, international airport delays aren't as ju- usually as bad because there's often better airports. Fiji would be a terrible one, though. It was not great, mate. <laughs> it was yeah. about three. Well, everything was, power was dead as well. So, like, yeah. Okay, fuck it. We, whatever. It's going forever anyway. I'll tell, I'll tell a story when I was in Ch- a Chinese airport once, actually. Mm. So, everyone knows, if you listen long enough, that my missus lives in China for a few years. I did long distance with her. And um, I'd fly over there, like, every three months at one point. But uh, there was this one time 
going there and when I lived in Beijing and often when you'd fly, you'd stop in one of the southern cities. I don't remember which ones. They were never listed as stopovers on the flights generally. Stop, change planes and go to Beijing. Um, one time I landed in one of these airports and it was like the biggest airport I've seen in China. It was like 20 levels. And it was like no other planes, one, one or two other planes, like no one was there. But also one thing that international travel generally airports or there's usually some English somewhere. This place, there was not one lick of it anywhere. And they just, we just stopped and they just took us to like the, they just direct, made us follow into like these seats. And we just sat like in the middle of the airport, not knowing our plane was delayed or not, nothing like that. We're just sitting there for like an hour. And then after like an hour, one of them, they come up and I don't know how they, I can't remember how they figured out it was my bag. Oh, that was it. They had the like the um the seat number. I don't know how they knew my seat number, but they came up, they were holding up seat the seat number, and it was my seat. And I got taken underground. I got taken to a lift. They didn't speak any English. I didn't speak any Chinese to a lift, and I got taken like to this lift and underground like five floors. And I thought, fuck, I might die here. Like I was like, <laughs> like I mean, I don't know what city I'm in. I don't know what airport this is. It's giant. There's no one here, no one's speaking English. And I go down and like, and they get my bat suitcase out. And I thought, have I been Chappelle Corby? Like, am I going to like live the rest of my life in a Chinese prison? Anyway, all it was, was the power bank was in my bag. Oh. But they, they took me all the way down, whatever, like an hour during this delay. So they must've searched our bags again or something, scanned them again. But they opened my bag and they're like, you're screaming at me in Chinese. And I'm like, fuck, what have I done? And they throw the power bank at me. It's like, oh, okay. So I just can't have this in my bag, I guess. And that was it. But that was that was a very scary experience. It's like just thinking that like, I mean, it's always going to be scary for anyone. Getting taken underground at a foreign airport when no one's, but, but they're yelling at you in their language. You're like, fuck up. This is over. Not great. Not great. Okay. Uh, okay. Next question. Rough belly. Excluding the vast majority of the Panthers fan base and CEO. Correct. Which team or fan base is the worst case of Lawman syndrome? Newcastle. Oh, that bet. That was instant answer. <laughs> <laughs> like... It's obvious. Like they, yeah. there was a lot of them last night still like going into bat for Joey for no reason. You know, you don't have, it's fine. He can be salty. It's fine. Anyway, uh, Manny McP, did Cam Munster get COVID as karma for not signing with the Dolphins as the prophecy had foretold? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> why, why not? Yeah. Uh, Jez says Cameron Munster makes a WWE style return five minutes into the second half of Origin. What yeah. is his entrance theme? Uh, Party Hard by Andrew WK. <laughs> but so he definitely though he definitely just grabs Stone Cold or something though. That also yeah. works. Yeah. Well, would he be? Would he be a Chris? He could be a Chris Jericho guy. I reckon he'd be a fan of with Y2J. the with the light up jacket. Yeah. Yeah. It would okay. be. It, I still can't believe great. you hadn't heard Edge's theme song the other week. By the way. Um, I did listen to it. Had you heard after it we- after that? I had heard the start okay, of it. Okay, good. But I, oh. Like, but I still, I could just go. Uh, uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, I couldn't, oh, I couldn't, right. couldn't say I was the word. Very surprised now. by that. Like, I know you don't watch wrestling, but I thought you would have at well, some no, point heard it. I, well, I've watched enough wrestling. You know, I was a wrestling fan. I still, like, I still keep up because of Grayson. I still catch highlights and stuff. I still catch big moments. And I, like I said, I'm always shocked myself that I didn't know it. Mm. You know, because I, I, I know like. Roman Reigns for fuck's sake for some reason yeah, that's, like never watched yeah. him fight ever never watched a Roman Reigns match ever like so anyway Mario Siegs in honor of Clemmer bravely defending his teammates list the five most pathetic tough guy actions you can remember on the footy field jeez uh, number one's Ben Flower yes 
Um, uh, I saw the Danny Williams send off again the other day. That's pretty cowardly. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Ben, ben Cray backpedaling. Yep. That wasn't really a tough guy thing, though. Was no, it's it? not. It's not, is it? We're not nailing this one. Mm. Mm. Yeah, fuck it. Next question. Big Tom, dearest <laughs> boom rookies. Is the most hate yep. is the hatred most Roosters fans had for the trolls starting to get a little bit sad? Hi, Tom. Thank you for your question. I think it's a tough but fair one. Um, the answer is yes. They're a bunch of sad little losers who can't get over the fact that he left for greener pastures. So Yeah, it's uh, I kind of get it with him because it's the way where he went to. That's also part of it. So you got Suwali out of it, you sooks. Grow up. They did. They did. So yeah. Um, and to be fair, a lot of them just 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 hate him and then they get lumped in with the way other people act. Also, like he, he wanted to play fullback. So, like, what were you gonna mm-hmm. do? Get rid of James Tedesco? Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh next question. Uh James K. Joey Tesla knocked off Ooh. 63 hot dogs in 10 minutes the other day. What food would you choose to eat in a similar eating contest? And how many would you get through in 10 minutes? Uh back in Back in my meat eating days, I would have said McDonald's cheeseburgers. Have you um, ever done a challenge? I've eaten like ten. Um, like pizza, it would be my number one. I could eat, I could eat pizza all day. Oh, I, I just yes. got a new just got a new Twitter follower, Nigel Thompson at Climate Change Hoax with two X's. So, I think he's got <laughs> some. Your alley. <laughs> I think yeah, I think so. Uh, so. I have a cheeseburger eating story. I've got some stories oh, today, but yeah. uh, food I'd eat, it would either be it'd be pizza or it'd be yeah. uh, soft tacos, small ta- like oh, tacos. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I could eat na- a lot of nachos, actually. Yeah, yeah that too. The, the problem with the cheeseburgers is the bread. And the other ones, even though there is bread with them, it just it doesn't feel, I don't know, it doesn't feel as bread, even though pizza's fucking all bread. I don't know. But yeah. I, I, 2011 Origin Game 2, Blues beat Queensland. It was my 21st birthday, like... What, a couple of days after it. Anyway, I got surprised birthday. We're going to go to the pub with my mates at the time, watch Origin there. And I got to the pub and like there was, I thought I invited like four people because I don't really like that many people, you know, still then and now. And I get to the pub and there's like 20 people there. Anyway, my missus at the time, I actually organized like an, a stretch limo to the game and like drinks and decent seats, whatever. And we went and we went to the footy or whatever, but got blind drunk because in the limo on the way there, it was a stretch hummer. It was they had James, Jim Beam and Cokes in there and it was stuck in traffic. You know, as, as you do driving to Origin, it was like two hours of traffic on the way to Origin. So got lit up. But uh, somehow, I don't remember what the sequence of events that led to it. We ended up in the city after the game and in a cheeseburger eating competition with some backpackers. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't know how, I, don't, I can't remember what happened between, but we're, we're in McDonald's and um, there was one of those days when it was like, but it was like one of those cheeseburger deals, like a family deal. I can't remember how many it was, but we ended up buying 20 cheeseburgers each. Nobody finished them. Yeah. I, got, I put away, it was like, I can't remember the exact number, but it was like 12 or 13. And then like just feeling, after eating, just drinking, just feeling absolutely ill. But you, I think it's one of those ones you definitely overrate your ability overrate your ability to do that thing until you do it. You know? So i got to respect Joey Chestnut because the older you get, the harder it is to eat heaps more and he's still doing it. Yeah, uh, six again. Which post up rookies will be looking for a change of scenario, a scenery scenario? God, in 2023, Queensland might have won, but the real feud of Mitch versus Reading still, still lives yeah, on. Still going. That's it, mate. Uh, what was the question? Sorry, which post up rookies will be looking for a change of oh, scenery? Post-type in 20, yeah, in 2023, uh, not Lachlan Elias because he's going to win the five <laughs> medal. Is there hype? 
Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. <laughs> shut up. That's it. Um, yeah, I don't think that's hype, but I don't know. I've got, that's a good question. I have no answer for. Okay, next. Uh, whatever. Um, next question. I've lost it. Uh, there he is. Michael RCB Sharks. If you were hiring a first grade coach, you'd rather the coach who was banned for cheating and then banning it for yep. breaking the rules of his ban okay. or rehiring the guy you sacked 10 years ago based on his own recommendation. Well, they're both fine choices. Proven option. Yeah. Probably would go option three here, but uh, yeah, you just can't go past option two if you've got the chance to do it. Yeah, bring back exactly. How could you look past bringing back the guy who put your position you're in? Hmm. It's all right. Uh, Brenton Sloan with the reports of Tim Sheens, Benji and Robbie reuniting on the Tigers coaching staff in 2023. Is there any truth to the rumor that they are clamoring to get all the pieces of that sweet Anaerobin rookies team with the pot action? I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, they're not our team, so I'm happy that they're doing this and I will love <laughs> it. And if it works out, then we'll be happy because we like the Tigers. Yeah. We like Tim Sheens. We like Robbie. We like Benji Marshall. Like, great. And we don't like Robbie. Well, one of I us should, does it at least. Well, Great if they do that. Fantastic. Yeah. Benji and uh, Shanezy getting it done. Fantastic. Yeah. They're here for it. And if they fail, we can again. Right. We'll, we'll just talk about 2005 again. It's fine. We will. And that's what he said. Is also on a scale one of the hand. How we oh, break the level yeah. 05 <laughs> vibes around the joint. Uh, right now they're at a one, but uh, let's yeah. see. Let's see. What, what, I, what I like a lot, Bungard, is one of the best coaches in the league right now played for them in that year. It's great. He's not at the Tigers. Yeah. That's fantastic. And also, then, John and Morris he, might be another one as well. Yeah, they're, and they're just not chasing him. They're just not. Mm. The, <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Um, what? Yeah, that's weird. Did they ever? Did they ever make a play for Peyton at any point? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Chang's right. uh, process through a gypsy's curse, or perhaps yep. a deal with the devil. Interesting. You are going to play left wing for South for one season. You will be a replacement level player as a defender, but at an attack, you're just you. You cannot be dropped. How many tries do you score? Twelve. Jesus. Um. Yeah, if I'm just me, that I am now. Uh, I think I'm, I think I would have scored all three that Richie Kenna scored. Yeah, about Friday. to say I was going to say I probably I was going to set myself a line of like ten. Yeah, because it is genuinely some tries in that left hand side that if you're just in the right position, you're going to score. You know, you're thirteen, you're going to run over and score. But I'm not going to act like if I'm just me in attack, like I'm going to be in some great shape. Over the year, we'll get better. But I'm older now. I'm. AJ scores some shot. good tries this yeah. year. Yeah. But there's tries where he gets the ball 20 meters out and burns a guy. Like, we're not doing that. Yeah. But the ones where they get it, they literally throw it to him or can I see the, the, like the one out. he scored, the one he scored to break Merritt's record from Campbell Graham. I think we both would have scored that one. Yes. <laughs> it's literally on the trial line when he caught the ball. Yeah. Uh, Justin says, when will it end? Justin's a oh, Tigers fan. God. Ne- never, mate. <laughs> never. <laughs> Side up scores. When Peter Vlanders mm. eventually swallows a horse to catch the cow, to catch the dog, to catch the cat, to catch the bird, to catch the spider, to catch the fly, will he be charged with cannibalism? I need you to answer <laughs> me honestly. Yeah. Did you rehearse that before you read no, it? No, I didn't. Okay, I'm proud of you. But I knew I had to concentrate when I saw it. So if <laughs> I have work. to turn it on, I can read it. I read that. <laughs> big game reader. I'm just, I'm just fucking it's just a, reading it. It's a him. big game reader. Anyway, you, th- you throw me into an origin-like rating scenario. Yeah. Back against the wall, mate. I'll come out on top. <laughs> Verbs, nouns, all of it. <laughs> Don't well, worry. There you go. Yeah, I did that too easy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that's actually a great question. There's obviously no answer, but like, yeah, he'll just it's keep kicking break. that can down the road. Uh, Reese Brown, it's the Tigers hiring Tim Sheens as coach. Not the worst idea. 
rather than mm-hmm. handing out a four-year deal to a bottom of the barrel, new coaching candidate, because you can't hurt anybody better, you just hand the reins over to Sheens, who clearly has some say in the club anyway to attempt to get things in a better place before trying to hire another coach. Well, it's not the worst idea because hiring Nathan Brown would have been the worst idea, and they didn't do that. So <sighs> it's, it's at it's at least it's uh, sorry it's at worst the second worst idea. So there you go. Uh, just on all these things, that what he's what he's saying, what they're saying, it sounds okay in theory, but they keep fucking doing this, mate. Mm. Oh, we'll get we'll get the guy, and then the next guy. You know, we'll just look a few more years and then we'll, then we'll be good. It's like, fuck me. Like, no. <laughs> you know, they sign Papali in Coruscant next year. They have Dewey. They have some okay players. Like, can we keep, stop waiting for like, oh, in three years, it'll be fine. Fuck that. Anyway, Brenton signed with Luke Brooks back, Brooks back number seven. Does that mean he has been released? I can't believe they're playing leash. Hastings at lock. So I can't. What a team. Oh, God. Um, what a club. Ben Wallace, which former guest slash good friend of the show is most likely to be hired as Boom Rookie's head of guests? Yep. Then do a review of guest appearances okay. and fire all the other guests and hire themselves <laughs> for two years as a guest. Uh, M. Sprouster. Yes. <laughs> Very comfortable. <laughs> not even close. Yeah. Someone uh, said that Harry Ocampo would do this. I'm like, how dare you? They're not Machiavellian. No, they wouldn't. They would never suggest themselves. No, <laughs> they, they would do a joint review and then get stuck talking about some obscure game from the mid-1990s and then the review would never get done. Now, they get hooked, they get hooked on some guest performance from six years ago. And I'm yeah. telling you, there's potential there. <laughs> like, yeah. That one game, like that one pod. Anyway, Mario says, we made a top 10 of worst origin players in history. How high would that origin, sorry, that Crichton pass rank? What is the worst? I mean, is the worst the Kamali intercept? Um, No, because... The Hodgson one exists. The Jared Hayne throwing the ball when he was out of touch, like into the in goal for Lockie to score is really bad. Hodges in the in goal is bad. I don't think it makes a top 10. Mm. There's some bad origin players. Yeah. Uh, the Hodges one. Yeah. Um, yeah. <sighs> no, I don't think it makes them like there's, there's been plenty of mistakes like this. The Blues had a number of years where they just throw the ball to Queensland and we scored. Like, That's not great. Yeah. He at least it was, very, it was very bad, teammate. Yeah, it was. Uh, Manic P asked how much dog has Ben Hunt gotten him. He leads oh, he the team in maybe. dog per 36. He does. Yeah. Uh, Chris Avnell, is the parent experiment over? Uh, no, they'll do it again. <laughs> and six again is, does rugby league remain undefeated? Rugby league's pretty good. But it, yeah, it's it's why we never needed the gimmicks and similar. Like we went to that game last night thinking it wasn't going to be that great of a game and it was. Because sometimes rugby league just stands up for itself. Didn't need all the gimmicks and rule changes. Uh, Rough belly. How good was, has tonight been for the anti-Cleary agenda? I mean, yeah. I guess if that's your bag, pretty good. Yeah, it is. Uh, V8, not Tiger, 1998. Has Sidesco ever been surrounded by so many teammates letting his amazing performances go to waste? I can't think of any. <laughs> 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 nope. I can't remember any. Wait. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah. Okay. Yes. Josh asked that. He's a Tigers fan. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, uh, Benny DCD has ever been more separation between someone's performances versus their carry on than Drome Luai Draymond Green yeah that's a good one <laughs> oh here's a good one Reese Brown power rank the worst Panthers origin players okay so, so let's worst... go from there was seven right mm-hmm. I think Appy and Yo are seven and six in some order because they were both yes. good yes um, Martin was inoffensive at five <laughs> Didn't do much, but didn't Crichton make a game-losing mistake. So you got your top four. I would go Crichton, Luai, Luai, Cleary, To'o. Yeah. 
I agree with all that. Sick. Uh, Almost out of the questions. Uh, Corey Goats, if you walked into a room with Nathan Cleary, Mitchell Pierce, would you have to do a double take? (laughs) Oh, dear. There we go. Dear me. I think we should strip the 2021 premiership from Penrith for last night and give it to whoever (laughs) lost the grand final. I can't remember who that was. This is a funny one from Jez. Not really a question. I want a game plan in the pod where Mitch reads out and Israel's halfbacks origin game stats. And Bangar has to guess if the stats are a Mitchell Pierce game or a Nathan Cleary game. <laughs> so that reminds that's like the old Gould or Trump game we played. That, that was, was a great game. Cleary or Pierce. Do you have any stats? No, we'll do I don't. Really we can do it next week. One. Yeah, we can. Right. Uh, M, is Ben Hunt the only successful outcome of the halves to hook a machine? Uh, Peter Wallace. Yeah. Um, yeah. That level, yeah. Yeah, like playing first grade in the halves and then also playing hooker, then yeah. yeah. It's not uh, a lot. Last three here. Tom Mangan. No one's seen the question at all, at all, so I know it's right. But when the biff happened, why did they not look at DC's try more? I thought Burton was offside and behind the play the ball and players get pushed over in the back play all the time. Like when I'm in the way... Sorry, like when in the way of dummy half or similar. He was no chance of helping the defense anyway because he tripped up with Pong up first. Um... Mate, I mean, I think it's also we didn't really get a proper fucking, look at it, right? He, he, he threw, well, I don't know. You say that, but it's not the same with other ones because Burton was making an intention to get onside. They was around the play. And yeah, I, I'm with you. They could be looked at more. But I mean, Dango, I take someone out that throws punches. Like he comes running from nowhere. And, and what Burton did at Ponga was nothing. Like Gagai definitely cost us that try. And, you know, things to be taken away for throwing punches and that off the ball. And I, I was in the moment, I was like, I wish I looked at it more. And then after five minutes, what I was like, yeah, fuck, look, I probably am okay with it because it, it is around the ball ish. I know you say Burton wasn't back on side, but he wasn't out of play because he's a defensive team out of the plays every the other way around. You know, he always should have run back on side and he could be involved. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, I it, if it was, might've, did he score? He did apparently. Uh, yeah, okay. Others, if it was the other side of the field, if it was like the other center, I'd be furious. Yeah. Um, Boston Panther, I'm back in Australia for the first time in four years. I'm going to my first NRL match in something like 1,500 days this weekend. Wow. What's the longest you've gone without going to NRL match? I want your longest stretch of missing out on something you love. Um, okay. The second part of that. I don't know. The well, you're married now. When was the last time you had sex, Bungie? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah. It's my Johnny. joke to me. I've never had sex because I don't have a kid. <laughs> exactly. Neither, neither so do you. We so... wouldn't even know if you like. We wouldn't know if we liked it. So I guess it doesn't exactly. Yeah. No. I'm scared Abs- of it, to be honest. Abstinence. Abstinence is the only <laughs> successful form of birth control. I don't think fucking um, steeded, mate. That's all I've touched. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I actually have an answer for this, uh, yep. for the South's one. Um, I... I went to a Souths game on July 11th, 1999. Mm-hmm. And then the next Souths game I went to was on March 15th, 2002. So two years and nine months or so. Yeah, two years I and eight months. Yeah, I can't answer that because I've even with the pandemic stuff, I've been to a footy game every year. Yeah. The, pan, the, the coronavirus really broke my habit though, hey? Like, yeah, I used to oh, go all the time. I barely go to footy now. It doesn't help Brisbane don't play in Sydney as much anymore. You're coming on Sunday? I don't know. She just come, move, come well, my mum's moving house next weekend. So, like, I'm helping her move stuff, and it's just more a timing thing. Well, if you no, yeah. um, yeah, that's my yeah. mother. That's different. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, 
yeah. Uh, 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 the other part of the question, um, I don't know. Like, there's nothing. It's <laughs> nothing that I really like would think of that I would go without for that long. I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I once, like, I once like a tenure, I gave up chocolate for Lent and lasted. That was tough. Nice. Forty days. Actually, I, I, I went like a year and a half without drinking once. So yeah. Well, thing is, I, I don't love drinking there. Right? I like to drink, no. but it's like I don't drink. I'm one of those yeah. people. I don't drink at home. People think I'm weird. I don't drink alcohol. No, that's like, not in weird my at house, all. Like, ever. Yeah. Like you know, I don't ever like you know, I don't just crack a beer for myself. No, I might have ever. one in the shower after I exercise. Or yeah, but I, I'm, yeah, I'm not like I don't drink unless I'm going out to drink. Oh, actually, I got a good one. I didn't play. I didn't play soccer in 2015 or 16. So coming back in 2017 was, and I don't know why I ever stopped because it's great. So. Yeah, I, I don't play anything anymore because of my uh, quad, really. But I, I do miss fucking playing sports decently competitively. Mm. Yeah. Um, and last question, Brenton Sloan. Why were the footy gods so cruel to sweet boy Josh Papali, robbing him of two origin tries? Yeah, that's unf- both identical as well. Like kicks that were bobbled forward by Nanai into a Blues player and then Papali pounced on. So sad for him, but oh well. Yeah, yeah I, I'm with you there. Like... um. I felt sorry for him, but uh, well, hopefully he plays Origin again. I'm not certain he does, though. Mm. That's it. That's the questions. Cool. Ended up being right. a lot of questions. Good, good yeah, job, I mean, everybody. Good pod. good pod. Good questions. Good performance from us. Mm-hmm. Really, we really Ben hunted it. Um, we did. Before we go, though, quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon subscription service, patreon.com forward slash rookies if you'd like to support us going forward. And a thank you to Bronco from Birth, Chris Savnell, Dave, Rocky and Rafi Stew, Wayne Ritchie. An intercept for Crichton. Crichton is away. Oh, for fuck. Is this going to be a thing now where people... Fuck, fuck off. It might be. <laughs> great, yeah, great timing, dickhead. Your whole fucking team stunk last night. Anthony Anger, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Dan Carnane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Frankie, Jace Felix Farnworth, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Joey Gooch, Josh Brandon, kicks house out of the comp, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Ferguson, Matty Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding dong is hard and I am sad, never trendy, party keg, Pete Fulcher, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider Pilt score, Seymour Butt, Stephen Hickey, Stoned Gossard, Swarzy Tie, TB, the Black Vegetable, the Not So Mature student Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy and Woz. Thank you so much for your support. Everyone in the lower tiers and everyone who just listens thank you as well. We will be back next week. Enjoy the games on the weekend and whatever else you're doing with your life. Say goodbye Mitchell. Goodbye Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me. <laughs>